0: Today is Tuesday, October 11th, 2022, and new leaked bombshell voicemail says that Hunter Biden. And Joe Biden knew exactly Hunter Biden's problems when he was buying firearms and lying to federal agents. The smoking gun continues literally and metaphorically. Durham watch trial for anti-Trump dossier source Igor Dranchenko begins this week and Tulsi Gabbard ditches the Democrat Party. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show
1: bombshell new evidence and what could soon result in felony firearm charges and tax charges against Hunter Biden. But they're missing the big picture. But tonight we do have a voicemail allegedly left by his father to Hunter and the president that sheds new light on how Hunter likely lied on that gun application.
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it is totally and completely clear now that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden have colluded together to defraud the taxpayers in order to get around the very laws and rules that Joe Biden passed and bragged about in the Senate and that Joe Biden knew about his kids' cocaine and crack addiction and attempted to help him out as any father probably would, but also knowing that Hunter Biden was dealing with these addictions while he was buying firearms now as a gun owner myself i gotta tell you there is a very thorough process that goes directly to the fbi and to federal agents when i buy a firearm i have to do a background check every single time it doesn't matter that i have a concealed carry right here in my phone i have a concealed carry card it doesn't matter that i've gone through all the rigors of the fingerprinting and being on the forms and getting everything squared away, I have still got to send in a form every single time talking about my potential felonies, domestic abuse, substance abuse. They literally name the substances that I could be addicted to, and they make me check yes or no every single time. Lying on a federal form is a crime. Joe Biden in a leaked voicemail that just dropped seconds ago, literally an hour before we went live today from the Daily Mail demonstrating that Joe Biden had compassion for his drug and crack-adled son, but that Joe Biden knew exactly what his son was up to and the types of problems he was having when he was buying firearms and then chucking them into a dumpster outside of a high school. Again, again, Incredibly dangerous stuff. Stuff that Joe Biden passed laws to prevent. Stuff that Joe Biden regularly gets trotted out to tell you that you're evil for being a gun owner. And that if you break gun laws, then they need to increase the penalties. Everyone's got to go to jail. We've got to ban all the guns. We've got to get all the gun criminals off the streets. Except for Hunter. Biden. Let's jump into this first story. You got to get some help. Listen to Joe Biden's tearful voicemail plea to Hunter revealing he knew his son was having drug-fueled meltdowns at the time that he bought a gun and lied about being a drug abuser on the purchase form. Here is the voicemail from Joe Biden, exclusive to the Daily Mail, leaked this morning at exactly the time that Joe Biden knew that his son was buying firearms. And when his son had left, abandoned his laptop on October 15th of 2018 at the laptop repair shop. It's dad. I called to tell you I love you. I love you the whole world, pal. But you got to get help. I know you don't know what to do. I don't either. Joe Biden says on October 12th, Hunter Biden bought a 38 caliber pistol from a Delaware gun store. Two weeks later, his lover and his brother's widow, crazy, Haley Biden, found it unlocked in his truck and chucked it into a grocery store trash can across the street from a high school. You hear Joe Biden talk a lot about school shootings, and yet he never once mentions his son Hunter perhaps providing a firearm for a school shooting if some deranged child had gone through that dumpster and gotten that gun. Hunter Biden could have literally illegally provided the weapon that he illegally obtained by lying on his federal NICS form. The federal NICS form is the form you turn into the federal government when you buy a firearm. Here is the voicemail in question. It is heartbreaking, but it shows that Joe Biden is colluding in the crimes of Hunter Biden. It's dad, I, to tell you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get
2: some help? I don't know what to do. I know you don't either
1: actually sad. Now, that voicemail reportedly came at the exact same time. Hunter lied on a gun application to buy a handgun. That's the same handgun that was later found stashed behind a Delaware grocery store in a dumpster. And by the way, happened to be near a school uh, that we later learned was stashed by his sister-in-law, Haley. And by the way, it was the same month that Hunter apparently begged her for cash to go to rehab.
0: So here we are. Joe Biden, once again, complicit in his son's crimes. Now, why is this so egregious? Well, because if you or your son and if you happen to have had a son addicted to crack, probably most of you don't. But if you did, then there's no doubt that Joe Biden would have danced on the Senate floor celebrating your son. For going to jail. Because of a law that he passed doing a scintilla of what Hunter Biden was caught on video doing. We have here the clip from the 1990s of Joe Biden bragging about his crack laws and how many young men, just like Hunter Biden, went directly to prison. Mandatory sentences for everyone but his kid. Watch.
2: If you have a piece of crack cocaine, no bigger than this quarter that I'm holding in my hand, one quarter of one dollar. We passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, a law that says, if you're caught with that, you go to jail for five years. You get no probation, you get nothing other than five years in jail judge doesn't have a choice now the fact of the matter is we've gone from
0: five years in jail a judge doesn't have a choice i don't know why joe biden does this thing with his mouth but that's i guess after 70 straight years of botox that's the thing that happens to your face Anyway, Joe Biden, Mr. Tough on Crime, Mr. Bully Biden, he's ready to go after crime in America. He's ready to go after crack addicts and gun criminals. Everyone who breaks the law, except if you have the last name Biden. Here's another flashback clip of Joe Biden hanging people for jaywalking. What is this? Listen.
2: Let me tell you what is in the bill. And I'll let you all decide whether or not this is weak. Let me get down here a compendium of the things that are in the bill. One, the death penalty. It provides 53 death penalty offenses. Weak as can be, you know. We do everything but hang people for jaywalking in this bill. That's weak stuff.
0: Ooh, man, Mr. Tough Biden. Wow, coming through. He's going to hang people for jaywalking. Also, a little weird that Joe Biden is talking about hanging people from the Senate floor, given the fact that he literally is best friends with Robert Byrd at the time, who's a member of the KKK, a grand wizard of the KKK from West Virginia. You know, remember, Robert Byrd, the Democrat KKK member, the last KKK member to be serving in our modern era. Joe Biden eulogizing Robert Byrd. You won't hear anything about that. You won't hear anything also about the other crimes that Joe Biden has covered up for his son. For instance, we have other voicemails that we have covered aforementioned on this show of Joe Biden talking to his son about his Chinese business dealings. Now, we've covered this many times. CEFC, the Chinese energy company that Joe Biden is currently selling America's petroleum reserves to. The New York Times ran a investigative piece about it Now, the New York Times was running cover for the Bidens. The way that this works in the corporate media is they do air cover. Now, what air cover is, is you soften a target. Okay, you make it so that it's not that brutal when the news breaks. I got a family member who's really bad at balancing her budget. And as a small business owner, I've helped her go through her line items and see what her expenses are at the end of the month and help tally them up so that she can stay on budget. She's on a fixed income, and so we help her out. Now, I was shocked to see the amount of money that she is spending for her and her kids to have a cell phone plan. It's one of the first things we did to help her hit her budget every single month is to adjust that wildly inflated bill for cell phone coverage. It is the year 2022. This is one of the number one ways that you can save with your bills and you got to save because you can see what's happening to the economy right now you can see what Joe Biden is doing you got to protect what's yours today step 1 i told her was switch your cell phone service to pure talk america's most reliable 5g network and you don't have to sacrifice coverage for a fortune every month I mean, take a look at your cell phone bill. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, you know how much you pay. It's going to be hundreds of bucks. With Pure Talk, you can get unlimited talk and text and six gigs of data for just 30 bucks a month. That's real saving, and it can go to cover groceries, gas. Pure Talk has never raised their rates, and they're run by patriots. Go to puretalk.com. Select the plan that will save you money. Then enter the code Benny, and you'll get 50% off your first month. Go to puretalk.com and enter the code Benny to save right now with the company that I trust, with my business, and my family, Pure Talk. So the New York Times is trying to soften the target. Of Hunter Biden, they're trying to soften Hunter Biden's crimes here. So the New York Times is doing the bidding of the Biden family. Joe Biden clearly saw a report before it was published, and he was calling his son to say, "Hey, this report about your crimes—it's really good. It's soft, it soft—it makes it essentially exonerates you. It's exactly what Merrick Garland is trying to do in the DOJ right now with Hunter Biden. It exonerates you. You're good to go, man. You're good to roll." Joe Biden again on voicemail. This is the voice of Joe Biden covering up and being complicit in his son's crimes.
2: Go, Hey, palace dad. It's eight fifteen um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Not, nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, it's going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I need to clear. And uh, anyway. Um, If
0: you get a chance to call. I love it. So Hunter Biden's crimes, treasonous crimes, are actually the thing that should befall and collapse the entire Biden crime family. These are the things that the American public want to know about. Now, the gun crimes, of course, are important. Nobody should be able to get away with gun crimes or be able to evade multi-millions in taxes. But that is not what the American people care about. What the American people care about are the crimes that connect Hunter Biden to Joe Biden in their foreign business dealings. You see, profiting off of elected office at the expense of our global enemies like China and Russia. Well, that's exactly what Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were doing. Now, that is what the GOP are going to get at when they take back the gavel in the House and they take back the Senate. We've had that promised to us many times over, and this is what's going to happen They're going to go after the real crimes here. What Merrick Garland is doing right now is going to do like a pass-through crime to say, hey, I'm independent. I'm I'm not fundamentally and functionally utterly corrupt. I'm independent. Look, see, I charged Hunter Biden with his little little gun crime. Hunter, Hunter Biden had to go do prison time, right? They're trying to do this very same thing with Jesse Smollett. Whereas if you went into the Capitol... On a specific day and took a selfie, and you're a grandmother and you were holding a little 10 cent American flag from Walmart, you get the entire book thrown at you. You may go to jail for years. They are attempting to essentially kid glove and soft play the Bidens. But the point is to say, well, we are an independent judiciary. They're not independent at all. They actually answer to Joe Biden. This is why they're doing this. It's air cover, it's cover for the Bidens right now. The real crimes exist inside of like that voicemail you just heard what were the bidens doing how were they profiting off of china how were they profiting off of russia how was joe biden using his son as an intermediary to sell his office to the highest bidder including but not limited to the countries that want to destroy america like communist china those are the real crimes those are the crimes that must be investigated but these little voicemails this drip 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 just show exactly how complicit the corporate presses, and exactly how complicit federal law enforcement is in protecting the Bidens, which is where we get to in our next story here. FBI brass who warned Facebook about posting Hunter Biden's laptop reporting were Democrat donors because, of course, they were. This isn't even a surprise. This goes into the list of things that you could predict after a very long night of drinking on a Saturday night uh, with a head cold. You could have predicted this, but here we go. Reporting from the New York Post, both FBI officials who briefed Facebook before the social media giant opted to censor the post's initial reporting on Hunter Biden's infamous laptop, small dollar donations to Democrats during the 2020 election cycle, according to campaign finance records. So that means they donated to Joe Biden's election. These are the people who are going to Facebook. And according to Mark Zuckerberg on Joe Rogan's podcast, saying, yo, you got to censor this story. This is Russian disinformation. We don't want you to post this. You better take this down. And so, according to Mark Zuckerberg, when the FBI requested that, you know, the FBI has guns and warrants and the ability to make your life miserable, as has been demonstrated over the last 90 days, quite evidently, well, the FBI is now telling Mark Zuckerberg to do this. And so Mark Zuckerberg is saying, yo, uh," so we diminished the reach. So you could share that post, but it's not gonna be seen by anyone. The magic of social media. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, amended complaint released on Monday by uh, Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt's office says that Laura, Laura Demhow, the section chief of the Bureau's Foreign Influence and Task Force, and Elvis Chan, who managed the cyber branch of the FBI San Francisco office, were involved in the communications between the FBI and Meta the company that owns Facebook, that led to Facebook's suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story. Federal Elections Commission records show that Demhow and Chan donated a total of 160 bucks to Democrats in 2020. Chan contributed 50 bucks to John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock's Georgia Senate runoff campaigns in November that year, while Demhow gave Democratic National Committee 60 bucks in $10 increments in between March and August 30th. So what does that mean? That means that they directly donated to either Joe Biden. So by funding the DNC, you funded Joe Biden's presidential campaign or by funding the Georgia runoff seats, you were funding Joe Biden's majority, 50-50 majority in the Senate. This is what it means. So the FBI officials that told Facebook to censor this story were also donating to Joe Biden at the time. And these people, I mean, I got to tell you, these the I mean, these people need to be sent to Guantanamo Bay. The amount of election interference, these is what you heard for the last 20 years, election interference that is going on directly at the FBI and instigated by the FBI in keeping information from the American people that, by the way, polling shows would have swung the election. The Media Research Center did a poll, if you knew about Hunter Biden's crimes and Joe Biden's crimes, which they are literally on voicemail talking about, would you have voted for Joe Biden? And the preponderance of the respondents said, no, I would not have. This is the federal government engaging in election interference on behalf of Democrats. This is why we say we must, we must eliminate the chance for this to happen in the future. And the way that you do that is you do a rank and file assessment as to who is thoroughly corrupted inside of the FBI, who are broken, who have donated to Democrats, who are the agents who are so thoroughly corrupted by the political process that they lose their law enforcement independent judgment. That is the only way to do it. You must go agent by agent. There has to be a power in charge and there it, that doesn't exist right now. That is what real oversight looks like at the FBI. Till I mean, like, if, if you don't have that, then you're going to get what is essentially these, the rigging of elections in favor of Democrats, because it only ever goes one way. The leaks only ever go one way. It is truly remarkable, though, seeing it. It is why people are actually souring on the Democrat Party, people with any type of independence uh, or independent-minded thought process. Tulsi Gabbard, a favorite of this show, someone who I've gotten the privilege of sitting down with and chatting with and being able to speak at the same conferences with. Tulsi Gabbard is a very neat individual. We disagree on some things. We probably disagree on federal funding and we disagree on welfare and entitlement programs. We probably disagree on abortion policy. In fact, I know that. You ever heard the term throwing fuel on the fire? This is exactly what our federal government is doing with inflation. They are adding to inflation. They are trying to make your life worse in order to keep power. That's why the consumer price index right now is increasing yet again. The stock market is in total turmoil and our leaders are spending more money. That's exactly what Joe Biden is doing, spending more money to destroy the American family. Spending more money to turn down inflation is literally the opposite of the thing that you would do if you wanted to actually solve inflation. So what can you do about it? Well, you can text Benny to 989898 and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit to protect your savings with gold in a tax sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years experience in converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Have you ever uh, looked at your IRA over the last month or two? What's going on? Have you looked at your 401ks? Ladies and gentlemen, now is time to invest in gold. Do not let the lefty devalue your savings. Text Benny to 989898 and claim your free, no obligation info kit for Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account with Birch Gold, and Birch Gold has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Let them help you do it. They helped my family, and boy, it is a comfort. Go gold, ladies and gentlemen. But we do agree on many, many things like America first and bringing back American manufacturing and not being a warmonger and not getting us into nuclear war. And it is for that reason that Tulsi Gabbard released a flamethrower video this morning saying she is leaving the Democrat Party. Tulsi Gabbard ran for president in 2020. She completely ripped the bark off Kamala Harris. And if we don't have that clip, I would really like to get it for the show. ALX, let me know if we can grab that one real fast. Uh, Kamala Harris was destroyed had her entire career destroyed by tulsi gabbard it's a thing of beauty it's a shame that she won't be on a debate stage with democrats but it is an incredibly independent and honorable thing her leaving the democrat party because of all of the aforementioned things and wokeness incredible stuff here watch
3: I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, I invite you to join me.
0: Man, Tulsi Gabbard, dude, what an absolute champion. She is fearless. And to come out in 2022 and to say with absolute crystal clarity, I can no longer remain a Democrat because it is a elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by radicalizing every issue and stoking anti-white racism. Tulsi Gabbard is not white Tulsi Gabbard is from Hawaii and Tulsi Gabbard is a patriot she's currently serving her country she's uh still enlisted um I think she's an, a reservist she lives in Hawaii and she's uh you know just an absolute clear and clairvoyant thinker and many people are sitting there saying, where the hell is this party gone? You know, there's a lot of Democrats in Tampa. Tampa's technically a blue city. There's a lot of Democrats. And you go around to little, you know, uh social events here and people are like, "What happened to this party? Like, I'm not for grooming. I'm not for child mutilation. I'm not for open borders. I'm not for fentanyl flooding our street. Like, what happened here? I'm not for nuclear war. We used to be the anti-war party. They don't recognize this institution, and that's because the Democratic Party is dead. The Democratic Party does not exist anymore. The Democratic Party is a non-existent entity. It is simply the reanimated corpse brought up and completely held together by strings, by corporate media and corporate interests that are often foreign interests that are frankly evil. And truly, it is utterly incomprehensible to a Democrat from like the JFK era, what is happening right now inside of the modern left? But this is the, uh, this is the transition, the real transition to Marxism that is happening in the Democratic party. And it's, again, a crying shame that Tulsi Gabbard will not be on stage again running for president as a Democrat to rip the bark off of the most deserving candidates last election cycle. And by that, I mean Kamala Harris. Watch this absolute moment of pure beauty from the DNC debates of 2020.
2: And I'm proud of that. I want to bring in Congresswoman Gabbard. Congresswoman Gabbard, you took issue with Senator Harris confronting Vice President Biden at the last debate. You called it a, quote, false accusation that Joe Biden is a racist. What's your response?
3: I want to bring the conversation back to the broken criminal justice system that is disproportionately negatively impacting black and brown people all across this country today. Now, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president, but I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way.
0: Man, every time we play that clip, it is like singeing to my eyebrows. It is so beautiful to watch this moment where these frauds get called out. And this is kind of what Bush, uh, kind of what happened to Jeb Bush with Donald Trump, where these globalist frauds get completely called out for being part of an elitist cabal. And that's what, that's what Tulsi says in her statement. The democratic party's entire goal now is warmongering, corporate wokeness to divide America by radicalizing every issue and to stoke anti-white racism, man. Way to go, Tulsi. Bravo. We encourage you in your journey, and we look forward to having you on soon. We are—we have a, a Tulsi Gabbard special in the works, and we think you will like it very, very much. Uh, speaking of anti-white <laughs> racism, speaking of racism, just flat out, the Democrat candidate in Arizona cannot catch a break. Her name is Katie Hav. Katie and she is the smarmy Karen librarian who's running for governor there. And it turns out she's also running for slave owner. Oh, what's going on here? Okay, so Katie Hobbs, this is according to the Daily Mail, organized a spirit week while she was in high school where students took part in a slave day and bid for younger students to perform degrading tasks. Some of them had nooses around their necks. Ah! Okay, here we go. Let's, let's stay in the article here. All right, let's be careful. This is uh, very bad. All right, this is very bad. This is a career ender. If you were on the right, this is the end of you, if you were on the right. Um, and let's just say that this is the end of Katie Hobbs as we know it. Let's let's read. Arizona Democratic gubernatorial candidate Katie Hobbs was a student leader in her Catholic preparatory school when students took part in a yearly tradition known as Slave Day. Copies from the yearbooks of Seton Catholic Preparatory School were obtained by DailyMail.com, and it appears to show the practice went on for nearly four decades. It was last mentioned in 1997. Hobbs, who played an active student body role as a member of the yearbook staff and student council for the part in her tenure, went to the school there from 1984 to 1988. The tradition entails freshman students performing tasks for senior, senior class masters that included performing embarrassing acts of servitude. One example from the 1985 yearbook, which would have been the end of Hobbes' freshman year, describes slaves in her grade wearing unbecoming hairdos and unbecoming outfits, sporting embarrassing signs and performing embarrassing tasks of servitude for their masters. It is not clear if Hobbes participated directly in the auctions of her fellow students or in the wearing of blackface, which some of them did. You can see the photos here. Let's keep scrolling. You can see what they did during Slave Day in Katie Hobbs's school while Katie Hobbs was a class leader. One portion from Hobbs's senior class yearbook referred to her grade as paying for the cruelties rendered during freshman initiation week called Senior Slave Day. Another image shows a white female student in black face paint. There is Katie Hobbs right there on the student council. Katie Hobbs is also, and we have to state it, and we will say it every single damn show. And this would be the number one story on the planet. Were it Rand Paul or were it Mitch McConnell or were it anyone on the right? Katie Hobbs is a convicted racist. Katie Hobbs got taken to court by a black employee who said, you're paying me less than the white employees And that court found that that black employee was right and was entitled to millions of dollars of compensation because of the racism of Katie Hobbs in her office. Where did that money come from? Arizona. You watching in Arizona right now? How you feel about that? That you literally paid for Katie Hobbs racism and now racist Katie Hobbs is sitting here inside of a preparatory school having some part in slave day where kids paint their faces black and perform humiliating tasks. Let's scroll one more time, Royce, through the article. Let's see what there is to be seen here from the Daily Mail. Okay, there's some of the students. Keep going. There's some of the blackface. Keep going. Some of the degrading tasks there. Some of the students. Again, you can see the photos, students wearing blackface. There's also one where uh, a a kid is being led around by a... uh, A rope around his neck. Call it what you will. We think it looks like a noose, but there it is. Okay, there you're pointing to it on screen. He's on his knees, and he has like a rope around his neck. We think it looks like a noose. Whatever it is, it's like a leash, and he's being dragged around by it. Must be nice to be Katie Hobbs and to be a Democrat and to not have to answer for these photos. But we thought you should know about them, especially if you live in Arizona and you want to vote. If you live in Ohio and you want to vote, you should know about the Senate debate that happened last night where Tim Ryan got run over about 20 times by J.D. Vance and utterly destroyed. So there is a uh, story going around about a young girl. She was very young. She's a 10 year old girl and she was raped and impregnated, I believe, in uh, in the neighboring state of Indiana. Um, she needed to seek an abortion in Indiana due to Ohio's pro-life laws. And this is being used as, an, as like some type of attack against J.D. Vance. Now, who did, who, who, who I mean, oh, again, a terrible story. J.D. Vance was, is the subject of many attack ads over this story. The thing that the attack ads cease to mention is that the rapist and the criminal, which I think is very important here, You must know a motive for a crime or you must know why a horrible act is being done. Well, this horrible act was done by a criminal, illegal alien that had no place being in this country. Tim Ryan is in Congress right now and has done absolutely jack to stop our open borders. And he was called on the carpet uh, in an absolute curb stomping by J.D. Vance yesterday. This is the best moment from the Senate debate. I think this won J.D. Vance the seat outright. Watch.
4: Let me address that. Let me please. go back Be- to
1: Mr. Vance to find out about Thank this. You. you have said in the past that you compared uh, abortion to slavery, even in the case of the 10-year-old Ohio girl that made headlines across the country. You said two wrongs don't make a right. It sounds tonight as if you're saying there are some exceptions I would accept. Can you specifically tell us what you might accept? Sure as an exception?
4: Look, I've always believed in reasonable exceptions. This is a misrepresentation of my view, but let's hear it from me, not from Congressman Ryan. I, I absolutely think the 10-year-old girl, the case that we've, of course, heard a lot about, an incredibly tragic situation. I mean, look, I've got a 9-year-old baby girl at home. I cannot imagine what's that, what that's like for the girl, for her family. God forbid something that, like that would happen. I have said repeatedly on the record that I think that that girl should be able to get an abortion if she and her family so choose to do so. But let's talk about that case Because why was a 10-year-old girl raped in our community, raped in our state in the first place? The thing the media and Congress and Ryan, they talk about this all the time. The thing they never mentioned is that poor girl was raped by an illegal alien, somebody that should have never been in this state in the first place. You voted so many times against border wall funding, so many times for amnesty, Tim. If you had done your job, she would have never been raped in the first place. Do your job on border security. Don't lecture me about opinions I don't actually have. Thank you, Mr. Vance. Boom!
0: That is how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. This is a masterclass. A masterclass in what happens when they just slander you and slime you. Their their arguments are so easy to knock down. Their arguments are so easy to destroy. We do it every single day on the show, and we thank all of you for subscribing to the podcast, for liking the content, for liking the show, for watching every single day. We do it every single day. It's so easy. They're so simple to knock down. It's truly, truly non-existent party. There is no intellectual capacity there is nothing but hysteria and anti-white wokeness. And that is what Tulsi Gabbard said as she leaves the Democrat Party. The other thing that is essentially like a holy sacrament to Democrats right now is January 6th. Not that the American public give a single rat's ass about January 6th. They don't care. They're not tuning in and they're not motivated by this. And J.D. Vance said as much in, again, an absolute 10 out of 10 takedown of Tim Ryan's obsession with an issue that Americans don't care about
4: watch interesting how preoccupied you are with this at a time when people can't afford groceries people can't afford to walk down their streets safely let's focus on the significant issues right now Tim you,
0: boom it's like it's it's so plainly obvious this is how you do it and what's hurting Americans the most fentanyl JD Vance went in hard on this this is the guy who wrote about drug addiction this is the guy who Has, you know, it came to fame because of Hillbilly Elegy. Have you read that book? Incredible how much these drugs destroy these small, idyllic American communities. And so it's this is something very near and dear to J.D. Vance's heart. And of course, in the book, you'll find that his entire family addicted to methamphetamines, fentanyl, and he dealt with it and he saw the pain up close. Listen to his response here. It's powerful.
4: Tim Ryan has done nothing to stop the flow of fentanyl. He talks about wanting to support a stronger border. He talks about wanting to be bipartisan and get things done. Well, Tim, you've been in Congress for 20 years and the border problem has got worse and worse and worse. I don't care about what you want to do, Tim. I care about what have you done? What have you actually done to reduce the flow of fentanyl so that people like my family are not as affected by this terrible addiction crisis? That's the thing I really, really worry about here, is that, look, we all agree, okay, we want a strong border. We want to make sure El Chapo does getting get a Of course, we believe those things. Tim Ryan has had 20 years to get something done, and he just hasn't done it.
0: Dude, Okay, so let me tell you the greatest obvious attack line here is that the fentanyl that you allow to pour into the country has destroyed my family. And J.D. Vance wrote an entire book about this. J.D. Vance served his country. J.D. Vance served his country in the Marines Uh, in an incredible moment during the debates. Tim Ryan said, I put on a football jersey and went and served my community. Meanwhile, J.D. Vance is there in a Marine uniform going and serving his country. Who do you want to vote for? Who do you want representing you, Ohio? I know Ohio. I know the Midwest. I'm from the Midwest. Ohio is going to vote right. We've done events with J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance is going to be the next senator from Ohio. It's not even going to be close. The polls are starting to break away. It's becoming out of reach for Tim Ryan. And he just got absolutely curb stomped here by a true patriot and somebody who is deserving of this seat, not Tim Ryan, who's a total fraud and a lackey for Joe Biden. And these people are absolutely repulsive as they see the desperation, as they see the polls turning against them. They are getting more and more desperate and get ready for more pathetic attempts at rigging the election like this. GOP candidate Jennifer Ruth Green says Democrat opponent leaked her military file and sexual assault to smear her. This from Breitbart.com, just absolute banality of evil here. Republican Jennifer Ruth Green, a graduate of the Air Force Academy and the Air Force National Guard Lieutenant Colonel, who is running for Indiana's first congressional district, said her Democrat opponent incumbent freshman Frank Marvin is responsible for illegally leaking her military file and sexual assault to the media in a desperate attempt to smear her to slow her momentum i'm a survivor of sexual assault trauma in the military i'm being forced to share information outside of my own timeline and for the first time publicly because my because my congressman frank mervin and his cronies illegally obtained my military records describing my sexual assault His team fished the details of my assault to different news outlets, asking them to share misinformation to portray me as a failed military officer who lacks integrity. This is false. Political Magazine on Friday published the profile on Green that revealed that when she was deployed to Iraq in 2009, she was sexually assaulted by Iraqi service member in a guard tower. These people are sick. I've I've, never said they're sick. There comes a breaking point. Where they're like, we're the party of women. We support women. Unless, of course, Bill Clinton decides to sexually assault you, then Hillary Clinton will spend her entire life trying to destroy your career. Go ask the 50 women that Bill Clinton has sexually assaulted. Go ask them. They're friends of this show. They've come on the show. Juanita Broderick has been on the show. Hillary Clinton is a champion of women until her husband Sexually assaults you and rapes you. And then you become the enemy. Not Bill Clinton. You become the enemy. What are they champions of? They're champions of their elitist cabal having power permanently and forever. That's it. This black female veteran Air Force officer was the victim of a sexual assault that she has not weaponized and she has not politicized. This was leaked by her Democrat opponent, why? Why, because black lives matter? No. Because pussy hat wearing believe all women? No, it's all fraudulent. Because the military matters, because military service matters, defund the police. It's fraudulent, it's all fraud. It is a fraud perpetrated on the American people as soon as a black woman veteran who is a sexual assault survivor, stands in the way of them having power, they will railroad her. They will take the Abrams tank and they will drive it over her. They will leak to the scum, the vile cretins, the amoeba-like parasites in the media to try and slander this incredible candidate. We got to have her on the show, man. We got to have her on the show. I want her booked. Incredible. Jennifer Ruth Green. From Indiana, if you're in Indiana, get out and vote for her. God bless her. This is unacceptable, sickening, repulsive. They know that they are going to lose. It is desperation time, and you're going to see the desperation on all corners. And get ready; it's about to get worse. Barack Obama, according uh, apparently, will not donate to Democrats anymore. <laughs> this next story is incredible. Possibly because of these tactics possibly because he sees people like Tulsi Gabbard, like fleeing Democrats do not expect to get any Obama money in the midterms. He has some other plans. According to CNN requests for Barack Obama are pouring in from Democrats around the country. Candidates are desperate for his help with what they feel is an existential midterm battle. One in which each race could be determined the control of Congress to these candidates. American democracy itself is on the line. And while Obama agrees with them and the stakes, Many of those invitations are getting turned down or going unanswered. More than a dozen advisors and others who have spoken with Obama say the former president's approach in the fall campaign will remain limited and careful. The cautious approach comes, as Obama tells people, his presence fires up the GOP opposition just as much as it lights up supporters. And so he is saying, see ya, Democrats. (laughs) Standing there, what's the meme? By the grave? The guy by the grave doing the peace sign? That's what Obama's doing right now to the DNC. Obama's not helping. Obama's not helping and he's not going to spend any of his multi-multi-millions in his political action uh, either. A common feature of Obama's post-presidency, CNN continues, a period will be noticeably missing in the first midterm election under Biden. Gone will be the rounds of mass campaign endorsements for lists of statewide House and state legislator candidates Obama has been putting out since leaving the White House. The decision to stop those lists is a function People who've been working with him say of stepping back from the extended leadership role he played in the Democrat Party during the Trump years. A role that they say he never wanted. Now Obama will only endorse candidates who have already been endorsed by Biden to prevent a sense of potential daylight between them. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 Yeah, right. You saw how Barack Obama behaves at the White House. Barack Obama has nothing to do with Joe Biden. That's because Barack Obama knows that Joe Biden is criminally. Uh, corrupted, beyond measure, and that the Biden regime itself is a sinking Titanic that is listing in the ocean and is cracking at the hulls. He knows this because he's probably put this kind of a system together. The DNC elected Biden. They pushed for this along with their friends and the corporate media and the deep state and the permanent state in order to get a man who is so broken who is so criminally uh, pliant, it is like a mafia. So as soon as Joe Biden starts doing a thing that you don't want him to do, but Joe Biden has no agency. He's a Muppet. He is a Manchurian candidate. They can just pull the lever and they can start investigating the, the crime family. And that's what you're seeing happening right now. Why do you think the voicemails are being leaked? Why do you think the FBI is coming out saying, we are going to put Hunter Biden in jail? There's a pressure campaign on the Bidens to get them to stop thinking that they're going to run in 2024. To clear the way for the Joker before he falls into the vat of acid Gavin Newsom. That's what's going to happen. And this is why Barack Obama uh, is not touching this. It, it, like, why would you board the Titanic when it's already sinking? That's what's happening here. And so Barack Obama's like, we will, uh, you're not going to get uh, any help from me. I'm going to sit here and watch uh, the oceans rise in Martha's Vineyard with absolutely... Zero migrants camping on my 30,000 acres that I have here on this private island. Call the military. Get the migrants off. I don't like them. That's what Barack Obama is saying right now. And he doesn't like the DNC either. Probably because he knows things are, again, going to turn very, very bad for Democrats. Now we see Durham finally getting to trial today. This day is the beginning of the Durham trial. Let's go, baby. Durham's D-Day trial for anti-Trump dossier source Igor Dranchenko begins this week. This is going to be wildly different than the Michael Sussman trial for multiple reasons. Our favorite lawyer on Fox News, Jonathan Turley, details them here.
3: Is this trial
1: likely to bring to light the answer to that question, the Holy Grail? well filings have already brought a great deal to light i mean ever since he started digging into this question we've learned that of course that the hillary clinton campaign funded the dossier even though they denied that uh, to the public and the dossier was paid for through an attorney named mark Elias, who was also accused with the campaign of misleading reporters who were asking uh, who was funding and whether the campaign funded the dossier and what really features prominently are these figures like Danchenko, who were feeding information to the Clinton campaign through uh, steel. And American intelligence was warning that they believed that this was coming from Russian intelligence, that they were being
0: played. Oh, so Hillary Clinton took Russian information and used it to rig the 2020 election. Got it. Sorry, 2016 election. Correction. Got it. This is what Jonathan Turley is saying. This guy's not a Republican. This guy's not a member, not a MAGA member. Igor Dranchenko was the source of the information for the Steele dossier. Igor Dranchenko was paid by the FBI on the FBI's payroll. This is the first bombshell to come out of this trial. And they have many, many, many more days of bombshells. Also, this jury is in Virginia, which is very different jury pool than the uh, childless cat ladies, cat fur all over their sweaters, AOC stickers on the bumpers of their cars, sitting there weeping, true crime podcast, Xanax fill, Lululemon pant wearing uh, Soul Cycle moms that made up the Michael Sussman jury pool. Michael Sussman was acquitted in John Durham's first loss ever. It won't happen this time. And John Durham's already making sure of it, dropping bombshells like this. Igor Drachenko, was paid by the FBI. Watch.
1: Now, Page is suing the DOJ and the FBI for damages over their surveillance. In a new filing, Page says new evidence has come to light during the criminal case of Igor Danchenko. He is the subsource of the Steele dossier accused of lying about the credibility of his sources when his primary source was actually a Democrat operative tied to Hillary Clinton. We now know that the FBI was paying Danchenko from March of 2017 to October of 2020. He was on their payroll.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the bombshells coming out of this case will be biblical. Now, he's going to be charged with five counts of lying to the FBI right now, but he may be charged with more things. We do not know. Durham is not a leaky vessel. It is incredible that more leaks don't come out of John Durham. It is incredible the team that he has built around him. He did present an amazing case against Michael Sussman. We learned so much about how the Clintons operate, their lies, how they use the deep state and the permanent state inside the FBI to attack their political opponents and to swing elections in their favor. They use the media. They use the corporate media. They use law enforcement and they use it to destroy people like Donald Trump people like you and me. And then when when they they don't get their way, they literally do FBI raids of your homes. We're seeing that all over the country. These people are truly an evil cabal, as Tulsi Gabbard says. We will be following this case very, very closely. We wish we had more to tell you. The case kicked off today, and all we have so far are just the requests from Dranchenko's team, which are just procedural requests. That's it. So we'll see, and we will be covering this, the TikTok will be wild get ready. Ladies and gentlemen, we are ready. We are ready to fight for this nation because we have our priorities straight on this show. God, family, country. This is what we stand for. If you agree with us, subscribe to the show. Click on anywhere that you find podcasts and subscribe to The Benny Show. If you want to help us out, this is the number one way to do it. Click like on this video, share this content, be the notification, and help us reach more people in this critical time, 28 days to the midterm elections. We're going to be traveling across the country. We're going to be exposing the Democrat corruption in some of the darkest, most evil places in the nation. Expect more on that front. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. We are going on the road and we are going to fight this is the goal of this show, to remain free men and women and to protect this nation and save it for our children. That's what we do every single day. God bless you. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.